Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of We Watched What If. I am joined by my favorite co-host, Pete and Bessie. Aw, I'm the favorite? You're the favorite today. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. I was going to say it's not super steep competition, but it's a compliment nonetheless. Uh, (laughs) I I, got to say, Sean, I'm confused. I thought, Hmm. didn't the last episode of What If already happen? Uh, yeah, according to you, I didn't show up last week's show. I thought we were done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, our comment section wouldn't leave you alone. So you had to uh, make an appearance here for this one. Give me my lumps. It's OK. <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> this is what if Ultron won? That is the name of the episode. Uh, super excited to dive into this one. They brought me back. They brought me back. And this is the cadence. This is the cadence. That is the cadence of this show. (laughs) It's a tug of war. The first episode was good. The second one was weird. And it's been going that way, I feel like, every time. So the last episode, I did not like at all. And this one, I thought was absolutely tremendous. We're going to get into all our thoughts about it. In just a second, before we do, I want to let you guys know how you can support the show. Make sure that you give you guys are leaving us a like, a rating, a review, wherever you're listening. If that's YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell, do all that good stuff. It's all helpful to us. We really, really appreciate it. Listen to our main show, The Comics Files, where we're talking about all the characters you love and all the places you can find them and all the news that they're involved in. We cover every single week on the main show. Listen to our book club. We talked about Image Comics Low. That's the book club we did for the month of September. Go give that a listen. And all of our stuff, you guys know we are very active. We put out stuff almost every day for you guys. So it would mean a lot if you supported it. Now, let's jump into this episode of What If. So first of all, I want to comment on the voice actors who are of note that returned to portray their characters. Uh, So Jeffrey Wright, of course, is the watcher. Jeremy Renner was back as Clint Barton. That was cool. Benedict Cumberbatch was back as Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. He's been making the rounds on What If. Uh, and Toby Jones, who played Arnim Zola in the movie, uh, came back for that role here as well. Everybody else was new. Uh, we didn't get... the the To me, the biggest one that mattered was the voice of Ultron himself. Yeah. Couldn't get James Spader back for this one, huh? No, that was unfortunate. <laughs> I think his performance... As Ultron, whether you like the movie Age of Ultron or not, I think he did a, a great job. So not having him back was a bummer. But in a way, this is like a prequel to the last episode of What If? The Thor party one. Right. Yeah. So so funny enough, um, I like I, I missed last week's review. Um, so I actually watched the episodes back to back this week. Yeah. So, like, I finished the Thor one and then immediately started this one. I was like, wait, what the fuck? I was like, is this is this directly connected to that? And, yeah, lo and behold, it certainly was. Um, and it's funny because, you know, I think Marco has mentioned a few times thinking that he has had a running theory that all of these are going to come together at some point. And I'm wondering if this is the hook of, mm-hmm. you know, Owatu and, and uh, Doc Strange you know, the evil but reformed version of him, whatever, um, are going to come together and, like, go and snag, you know, some of the other characters that we've seen throughout What If 
um, and pull together like a ragtag, you know, um, Infinite Frontiers version of the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, um, I I think that's that's a very good guess as to where this is all going to go. Uh, I was also thinking that maybe um, this was leading to the to the creation of the uh, the Illuminati. Oh, mm. that Ultron becoming so powerful uh, and a multiversal threat would cause the Watcher and these other characters, whoever they're going to assemble, to want to prevent something like this from happening again. And Kang is doing the same thing. Yeah. Or at least will be doing the same thing, presumably. That's interesting. Uh, so, yeah, it's a really simple story. Ultron's just the man like this is a redemption. And I feel like Marvel's been doing this a lot lately. This is a redemption of Age of Ultron in Age of Ultron. If you're if you're a big fan of Ultron, it's really hard to come away from that movie not feeling like Ultron was a chump. He got wasted. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he totally got his ass kicked and was was more or less a pretty ineffectual villain. Yeah, absolutely. And in this episode, we see the redemption of that Ultron presented as the threat that he should be. And I really, really appreciated that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, he's like an all time great villain. And, you know, I think the MCU has def definitely um, learned a lot since phase one. And I think phase one. And even into phase two to a lesser degree, uh, you saw a lot of them kind of making that classic superhero movie mistake of of killing off your villains. You know, like I understand yeah. that like um, that's kind of the way it was always done. Right. Like pretty much every superhero movie, like the villain prior to, you know, the MCU, um, the villain dies at the end and that's right. it, you know, and fine. But. You, there's so many amazing Marvel's rogues characters who are, are just off the board now. And the fact that they've been able to use what if to re-leverage some of those characters and potentially find ways to bring bring new versions of them back and maybe use them again in a slightly new new way, um, I think is, is a wise choice. Um, because, like, you want to save... You know, you you need characters to build towards in the future if we're going to keep this train going, right? Um, so, like, yeah, like, why not find a way to reuse, like, a Killmonger or reuse Ultron or whoever? Yeah, uh, which, by the way, I'm on record as thinking Ultron has never been dead. I don't, I don't think he's dead. Um, but I do think that he was poorly used, and I appreciate the redemption for the character here. Um, I hope we see this version of Ultron in a live action sense. That would be really fucking cool. That would be amazing. That would absolutely be amazing. Um, the the episode follows. It kind of it kind of bounces around perspective wise, but it, it starts anyways. Uh, following um, uh, Black Widow and uh, Clint Hawkeye um, uh, while they're on this mission in Russia, whatever. I really appreciated that Scarlet Witch found the red guardian shield you mean black widow i'm sorry black widow jesus uh i really appreciated that she found the red guardian shield that was a nice little touch yeah we've seen her in the in the ultron movie we see her interact with captain america shield she actually 
picks it up off the ground during a chase scene and she gives it back to the cat here she's wielding a shield for herself but it's the shield that is kind of like in her lineage if you accept red guardian as her pseudo father um so I, i really appreciated that there are always those little touches in these and that was one of them yeah that was that was a fun easter egg and and again right it's like i think so much of the fun of what if is just like like allowing your yourself to have opportunities like that like oh mm-hmm. yeah like they're in the KGB archives like what's a cool thing black widow could find right right it's just yeah. it's, it's just like that's like good fan service you know yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely uh and another bit of that is when we see the death of hawkeye he sacrifices himself in a similar way to how Black Widow sacrificed herself in Endgame. Um, shout out to all of the action sequences they had with the two of them fighting the Ultron robots. I genu- I generally, I, I think it's safe to say that that's my favorite action sequence we've seen so far. Mm. Um, I thought it was really, really well animated, and there were a few moments that were like really well executed and pretty fucking supremely cool. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think this episode looked great actually. And a lot of that stuff, the, a lot of the action stuff looked really cool across the board, the fight between, uh, you know, getting ahead of ourselves, but the fight between the watcher and Ultron looked amazing. Like that was crazy. Something I noticed in this, it's funny because I know we talked about it, like the the idea early on of how it's like, oh, yeah, like, uh, you know, I think it'll get better over time. But the idea that like, well, these are all made in a vacuum, so like it won't. Right. But like one of the things that they've experimented with in a lot of the action sequences is having some of the backgrounds be flat. And like mixing 2D animation with 3D animation. And I feel like they did more of that in this episode than maybe any other one we've seen so far. And I think that's part of why it looks so good. Is like you have the the 3D models, but like the all of the scenes of like Ultron going and wiping out worlds, like those are all like more traditional animation, like flatter. Um, a lot of like the the power effects had like a flatness to them. And that mixed media vibe, like, I don't know, it works. Like, it makes it have, like, a, a a distinct look and aesthetic, you know, rather than, like, feeling like, you know, um, a 3D animation that's trying to, like, replicate uh, an existing style. Sure. Well, let me let me let me shift gears a, a, a tad shift away and, and ask you a question. Um, so what? What did you, what do you think about the fact that Captain Marvel is generally presented as like the hero? Like when when like in the last two episodes when there's been a threat, yeah, to that that is identified, she's the one, she's the response to that. What do you how do you feel about that? I think it makes sense in the context of the two universes that we were presented with. Um because the in the Thor episode, uh my interpretation of those events was that this was happening on a similar trajectory to Thor, the the original movie. So this threat would have happened prior to the establishment of the Avengers in any official capacity. So the like back the thing in Nick Fury's back pocket at that point would be Captain Marvel. Um mm. because he would have no other cards to play at that point yet. 
Yep. Um, similar thing in, in the, the next uh, example, right? Where it's like um, Captain Marvel is already in space and off doing whatever she's been doing in the period of time where she's been off planet. So, like, I took that as less of a she got called in and more like she happened to be there when shit went down because she had to be somewhere, right? Like, and that ha- that was one of the places we know she spent time um, while she was off world. I actually really like it. I think it's cool that um, she is sort of positioned as like the hero before there were heroes and yeah. the the like big deal hero in terms of power level. Um, you know, I, I, I expressed some problems with how her powers were presented in Endgame. I felt that she was presented as like a little too OP, mm-hmm. but whatever about that, the fact is before the Avengers, the universe had Captain Marvel earth had Captain Marvel and I think it's cool that she's been utilized. Like they remember that, and she's been utilized in that way both times. Something I I clocked about the Thor episode that I liked a lot was they kind of alluded to the idea that she was stronger than him in those movies, but they never really like had an opportunity to like really like come to blows because everything was already at DefCon one, and it's like all right, we got to fucking figure this out, right? Like. It's not like in Avengers where you have that, like, the heroes aren't friends yet, so they're going to fight, and we'll see who's stronger. Like, I like that we got a chance to see them go toe-to-toe and see that, you know, like, she really is, like, the heavy in the MCU, Mm. you know? Like, yeah, like, Thor can give her a run for her money, but I feel like if they really go toe-to-toe, like, she's the one who's who's got it, right? Like... (laughs) Well, she didn't have it, unfortunately, here because Ultron, while while it appeared uh, that she was giving Ultron the business, in reality, you know, she doesn't know it. But we know that with those gems in him, he's unkillable. Nothing can really harm him. Bro, that fucking scene where Thanos shows up and he just fucking zoom lasers him in half was just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, right. Because again, you know, we see Captain Marvel almost beat Thanos, but with the gems, you know, he, he is stronger than her. But even with all that, right, like, no. Like, Ultron in the Vision body is not to be fucking trifled with. Yeah, I love I love that uh, the conceit of this is, is just basically like, what if Ultron succeeded in getting in Vision's body? And what, what would that mean? Like, Nothing that- good nothing good at all um it, it it's 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 cool because i feel like it also helps to add to the to the age of ultron film in the sense that we never know what it would have been like because it doesn't happen and the way that vision is presented yeah he's powerful but he's not all powerful yeah so this shows us that had ultron actually gotten what he was what he wanted it'd be game over that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I think it recontextualizes the stake of that the stakes of that movie a little bit because right. like I don't know, it tells you that the stakes are that high but they don't ever feel that high. You can't see it. Right. Whereas now you can definitively say like well the other side of this is the inevitable heat death of the multiverse. So pretty serious, pretty serious stakes. <laughs> so bad in fact that 
he is able to destroy the universe. He annihilates it. There's nothing left. And it's that question of like, you know, when you have accomplished your mission, what's left for you? And Ultron's like, oh, wait, there's other stuff out there. There's other worlds than these. I will go to them and I will annihilate them too because that's my mission. Uh, peace in our time, right? And he 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 encounters the Watcher. He becomes aware of the Watcher. And I they have a how fight. they handled that. Like the moment of like the Watcher's narrating and then he's like, who is that? And like turns yep. around and is just like, oh my fucking God. Like, yeah, love crazy. that. Love that like fourth wall kind of moment. You know, like that's such a mm-hmm. fucking comic book thing. Yeah. Nailed it. And they've they've talked to us about how the Watcher is is extremely powerful. We we know that, but they didn't show it. And now we're, we're we, you know, he's forced to fight. He's scared, it feels like, at first. He yeah. doesn't want that. That's crazy that someone is aware of him. We saw someone be aware of him uh, with Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange wasn't able to do anything about that. Ultron can and does. Ultron picks a fight with the Watcher. And the Watcher's, a, the Watcher's no pushover here at all. That, that one line that he gave I really loved is, like, you cannot compute the, like, the... the uh power of my will or something like yeah, that it was yeah, just yeah. like oh that's a cold line dude <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that was that was sweet. that was sick yeah <laughs> i love it and and jeffrey wright getting to be a little bit more involved and get in the fray with that character was really cool i actually am not always a fan and generally actually never a fan of the watcher even interacting with the characters that are the subject of his view um but there are rare occasions where it can be done and done effectively and i think the what if series uh, has done that really well. Yeah. So I really love their fight. I thought that was brilliant. So cool. The way it was presented Ultron punching the watcher and like the reality around them changing. That was crazy. Yeah. Did you catch that when they're in like modern New York or whatever in an alternate universe while the, while Ultron is beating the piss out of uh, watcher Steve Rogers is getting elected to the president. He's I getting did. sworn in. Yeah, I did see that. Um, and and I, I saw that and immediately was like, okay, but is this like a cool cap or is this like ultimate cap where he's like a fucking, like a real asshole? <laughs> I highly doubt, yeah, I highly doubt that this was uh, intended, but it kind of reminded me of President Superman in a way. Sure. Um, just echoes of that. But I thought that was pretty cool. Um and then, you know, the Watcher escapes Ultron and he's kind of like, all right, I guess you and me got to team up to none other than evil Doctor Strange. Love he that. Is, he, he's like imprisoned somewhere. Yeah. And like at whatever's left of his universe. Right. Like, yeah, because it was yeah. like he made that like bubble around himself or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I love that he like goes and escapes into that little pocket dimension, and then he's like, oh, f- "I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I'm starting a team. Let's do it!" Like, <laughs> he's like, "I see now." What do he say? I see now that you and I must become allies, or some something. So, I think I think he says, "I see now that I need your help." Yeah, 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 yeah. something like that. And Doctor Strange needed to hear that, of course, because he's an egomaniac, and he's like, "All right, let's get to work. Like, let's do it." <laughs> So what did that mean? Did that mean that they're putting a team together or did that mean that those two together believe they can stop Ultron? Either or, I think. I think it could mean either thing. 
Um, like I said, I, I alluded to Marco's theory that like maybe they're gonna go collect some other folks to assist in that process. But um, I don't know who they get. I don't know, right? Like who's who's that strong? Because all the what if characters that we've seen other than these have been pretty regular. Like Captain Carter is amazing. Would love to see her come back. She is a super soldier. Right. What does that what does that do? Like I'm sure Ultron has killed a lot of those. Right, right. Yeah. Um and I don't know. I guess you could make the argument that like maybe that doesn't matter, right? Because like, you know, Black Widow's just a person and, you know, um she dealt uh or or was capable of dealing a lethal blow to him before they jumped out of the pocket of of that dimension, right? But like, I don't know how like how much are those people really adding to the fucking team, right? Like, whereas like Doc that that version of Doctor Strange specifically is extremely powerful, you know? Yeah. So one rule that I think they have clearly chosen to break with the Infinity Stones is the rule that they don't work outside of their universe. Yeah. Um. I was interested in why that was the case. Because, like, I think you could make the argument that, like, the Mind Stone, it would make sense that it works because it's, like, like Ultron is powered by it. So, like, you know, I don't know. They can make some argument that it's, like, oh, well, he's – it's part of him, so it's not – you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Um, and maybe that's it. Like maybe it's just because he is an auto uh, an autonomous uh, machine, and he can like make them part of himself. They're not they're not so much because um... I don't know. The way I always interpreted that was that the the reality stones only work in their reality because they're manipulating the reality that they're from, right? So like if they're outside of reality, like at the T the TVA, like that doesn't matter, right? Like what good are they? Um, because that's that exists outside of what we know to be time, but like you think about it, in uh, Endgame they go back in time and they go to like technically alternate timelines and take Reality Stones or you know the Infinity Gems and then they work right. So like mm, it's still this, but it's still the same. It's still the same versions of them though. Yeah, but like that becomes an interesting question. Is like where does that stop? Right, because like technically, all realities are related. You know, it gets it gets very weird, right? Like, it is do they work in any reality, and is it just that because like the TVA, for example, is outside of reality that that's why they don't work there? Why wouldn't that be the case? Well, this in- is a comic book thing. Like, this is this is in comics that they don't work outside of the the reality, the universe they're from. They're from. So hmm. I'm asking that question yeah, in relation to what happens when Ultron leaves the universe he's from. Clearly, they 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 they, they just still work working. for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, so the, I was just pointing that out as like an interesting thing. I don't know that they're going to address that, but I do wonder what is the answer to why they did not work uh, at the TVA. What what yeah. is that about? So I don't know whether they'll answer that or not. It remains to be seen. I think they won't. Or they'll do a hand wavy thing, like you said. Oh, it's because the TVA is like outside of time, or something goofy like that. Right. I don't think that that makes sense, but sure, fine, whatever. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. Me too. I think this is one of the best ones so far, in a couple yeah. ways. I I thought the script was really good too. Yeah, 
I do, I, I do too. Uh, I love Ultron. The, the concept of Ultron as like the threat, I think is great. I hope that, you know, Marvel continues because phase three, I think they established that they get it now with their villains. Yeah. Uh, and I hope that that continues in phase four. This is obviously a part of phase four. So seeing Ultron presented this cool gives me a lot of hope for how they're going to use Kang. Yeah, me too. And I mean, I, we're giving a lot of credit to what if, but I mean, we even saw that in um, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? With them bringing back, um, uh, 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 not Zola, um, fucking what's his name? Yeah. Um, wait, who are you referring to? The, you know, the Baron. Um, Baron Zemo. Zemo, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, they're already starting to leverage those characters um, in new and interesting ways. So... I hope I'm with you. I hope that trend continues and it seems like it will. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy with where this is going. Uh, there's only one or two episodes left. Not quite sure. Who's to say? Uh, Wikipedia maybe. <laughs> and um, it appears that this is the story now. Like the, the show will resolve this story and that will be how what if we'll close out um so I, I i think we're what i'm saying is i think we're done with seeing like episodes that are focused on on something other than this yeah i think you're probably right i think that's probably safe to say yeah. i don't know that it'll be totally resolved this season but yeah i think sure yeah i think we're gonna see some movement on this next the, the the season will end with this story one way or the other this is the ending of the season um which i like i'm cool with that i will say and you know whenever the last episode releases we will talk about our overall thoughts but um i kind of wish knowing now that this is where they were going that maybe this episode had come earlier or we had been teased this in some other way at an earlier point. Maybe the Thor episode comes earlier. I don't know. Um, it just would have been cool for earlier episodes to have been related to the overall story. Yeah. And maybe they are and we don't know that. But I don't feel like they are if That's this is what the story is. Either way, good stuff. Really enjoyed it. Don't really have any out and out negatives. No, yeah, me neither. I think I think this is this is uh, a tier among among the season. Um, yeah, yeah, and I, I'm I'm excited to see I'm excited to see us pull on this thread a little bit more next time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so again, guys, let us know your thoughts about this episode. Did you like it? If you were off with the last one, did this bring you back? Uh, write in, let us know your thoughts. There are plenty of ways for you to interact with us. If you want to get us on social, you can do that at the comics pals. If you want to write to us at the comics pals at gmail.com, you can do that too. Get us on YouTube in the comments section while you're there. Leave us a like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, share the video, all that cool stuff. And everywhere else, there is a like button somewhere. There's a comment button somewhere. You know what to do. Make sure you're listening to our main show, The Comics Pals. We talk about all this stuff, all the characters you love and all the places you can find them and all the news that they're involved with. So check that out. It drops every single Monday. And then if you if you read comics, listen to our comic reviews, which drop Wednesday for image stuff and Thursday for everything else. We thank you so much for watching. 
We really appreciate you listening to us. Yap here on the We Watch series. And until next week, take care, guys. See you then.